14 minutes it is after 8pm and uh, you tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. It's our Shop Stewards Corner segment which we bring to you every Monday uh, taking a look at uh, what's happening in the lives of working people and uh, as uh, many of you would know uh, and I think you would know because uh, we certainly do talk about it a considerable amount on this show. Uh, that uh, there are a lot of wage negotiations underway, uh, wage negotiations at ESCOM. Uh, there's uh, all manner of uh, you know uh, contests uh, occurring elsewhere. And, uh, of course, I guess the big elephant, uh, which is the public sector wage bill debate, that continues uh, without a shadow of a doubt. But we also saw last week the South African Local Government Association, SALGA, which uh, is a body that represents the 257 municipalities in South Africa, they've proposed a 2.8% wage increase for the 2021-22 financial year. And uh, this has been flatly rejected by uh, one of the uh, dominant unions in that sector, the uh, Municipal Workers Union of, of South Africa, SAMU, and uh, which is uh, demanding a one-year wage agreement of 4000 a salary increase across the board, 15000 minimum wage, and a 3500 rand housing allowance. And uh, to tell us a bit more about this, which of course now coincides with an indefinite strike at Randwater, this after management allegedly changed the condition of employment terms, I'm joined by Mamorena Madisha, who's the, gen- uh, who's the Deputy Secretary of uh, the South African Municipal Workers Union here in Gauteng. Mamurena, good evening to you and welcome. Good evening, Ayabonga. Likaime. Let's start off there at Randwater before we get to uh, your response to what, uh, uh, you know, what Salga has proposed. What's sure. happening at Randwater? Because uh, I guess we, we need to ask because it has extensive implications for many firms, many households, uh, which are, are reliant on, I guess, that life-giving liquid that is water. Uh, indefinite strike. What happened? What led to this? All right. Ayabonga. Um, sure. Employees have made huge sacrifices with their lives to ensure that South Africans across uh, the country uh, had water throughout uh, the national lockdown, right? Mm. We never failed the country. We had employees that had to stay away from their families. You know, we had to service outside our scope to ensure that there was water when it was needed the mm-hmm. most. This time around, the employer has provoked us as, as workers by unilaterally changing our terms of employment. Now, if there's any person that is to be blamed for the possibility of taps running dry, it is the rainwater management. Here we are, Ayabonga, on <laughs> Easter Monday, right? Jiggy Jiggy, we received this email. Mm. This is without any consultation whatsoever. We are being informed on an Easter Monday afternoon that they have decided they are not going to pay our incentive bonuses. Ayabonga, they have been paying these incentive bonuses for the past 17 years consecutively. So 17 years? Paid. seven zero. One seven. Oh, one, one seven. Okay. Yeah. They have been doing so consecutively, so without any fail. Mm. We insist. We maintain. This happened without any warning, no consultation whatsoever. Bear in mind, we've got very, you know, clear and what we thought is effective internal processes of engagement. Mm, mm. Yes, we were shocked. What, what, what was their explanation for the about turn? Look, it's such a, you know, just a small and a two paragraph letter, really, that just says uh, you did not meet your net income target. And we, we which means our, what? Yeah, which we, means what for for some of us who don't know what what's that? You, you see, and that's the point, and that is why we called the meeting with the CE 
to say, Mchana, let's sit down, man. Take us into confidence. Well, what really is happening here? Mm. Because we've been making follow-ups as, as labor to say, uh, remember, you, you know, there, there is this issue here that we must finalize. At first is that you are waiting for a report from the AG. Jiggy, jiggy, on Easter Monday now, uh, there's the issue of the net, uh, uh, net income target. Mm. And by the way, these are targets that wherever they are in, in their fancy, uh, you know, lodges where they go to, to set up these targets, this is information that is never cascaded down to us as mm. employees. Mm. The only thing that happens is that on an annual basis, we enter into performance contracts. That is what we do without fail. And sure, sure. we have met our targets in terms of our performance contracts. We have. Mamorena, I want us to pause here for a second. Um, sure. And uh, when we come back, we'll continue on this because I also want to understand when we talk about Rand Water, uh, what yes. is the scope of your operations? Um, and of course, uh, by extension, who will this indefinite strike affect uh, at a firm and a household level? We want to know, uh, you know, who will it hit the hardest? Uh, and also, I want us to maybe speak about uh, what you make of uh, the demands that Salga has put down over the last week or so. It seems it's been a very busy week for municipal workers because, yeah, yeah come back on Easter Monday and Chigi Chigi, there's hey, a new net income target. <laughs> 20 minutes it is, uh, well, 21 now, 21 minutes it is after 8pm. It's our Shop Stewards Corner segment, which we bring to you every Monday where we shine a spotlight uh, on the lives of working people. And uh, this evening, we're in conversation with the Municipal Workers' Union, and uh, that is uh, Samu, and uh, their Deputy Secretary here in the province of Gauteng, Mamorena Madisha, is my guest. Now, Mamorena, I was saying just before we went to the break, sure. uh, it seems yeah, your first week just after Easter has been uh, a baptism of fire of sorts. I mean, we saw that uh, letter coming through from the local government uh, association, Salga, uh, proposing a 2.8% wage uh, increase, saying that's in line with where inflation is and where inflationary expectations are. And then at Randwater, this uh, chigi chigi arrangement now of uh, new performance targets and uh, effectively uh, you're not going to receive your bonuses because um, of now ha- not having met uh, this uh, phantom of a target that's emerged here. Let's maybe, I guess, close off just on what's happening at Randwater. The scope of Randwater's operations, uh, which uh, firms, households, and living in what areas will be affected by this indefinite strike? Oh, yeah. Look, firstly, let us uh, categorically uh, put it out there. This is not a decision we, we, we are really rejoicing over and having fun over. Ne? Mm. We, we are not. We, we really had to, to be torn and, and consult extensively to say, look, comrades, we are quite aware of this essential service that we serve to the community. That is something, the responsibility we will never ever take for granted. Mm. Um, we obviously service the entire housing. We've got a footprint in Northwest, in Pumalanga, uh, Free State, uh, you know, a certain part of Limbobo. Now, we are saying for our employees that have been spat in the face, they are human beings too. We come from communities too. We are accountable mm-hmm. to the communities we come from. Uh, I'm sure comrades know that the minute they know you work for rainwater, you even have people knocking. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nyang, 3 a.m. in the morning. We don't have water. What is happening? Aka <laughs> Right? Right? Uh, we, we, we are quite, we are not naive about that reality. So our employees that have been, uh, we repeat, back on in the face, come Wednesday the 21st, 8 a.m., they are going to stand up and demand what is due to us mm. because 
We have earned this. We have worked for it. It's not a favor. And there is no board discretion that is going to make us change our minds mm. because we are the foot soldiers here. It is employees, ordinary employees in China that were deployed all over the country during hard lockdown. China, we had to vimba really, you know, ma 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 taka our employees had to be in the you know in the cold front of that facing mm. that but that did not even stop us for one day to say hey let us close doors temporarily until no 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 employees were in mm. the middle of nowhere away from their family what will the action involve because i mean maybe for some of us who are naive who, who think you know uh, people who work for the municipality in the water services are just the people who come and fix the water. But there's an entire sort of treatment plant, reticulation infrastructure, and then, of course, the last mile. Uh, w- when you say you're going to undertake an action, what does that mean? Are, are you going to make sure that nobody can access the treatment plant? Are you going to switch off the pipeline uh, that reticulates water to people's homes? I, I'm just a bit unclear. Yeah. No, we, we, we don't do, we don't uh, involve ourselves in, in criminal activity. Ne? So that we, we, we cannot do. All we are saying is that any member who is a member of SAMU, mm. right, come Wednesday, they obviously are on strike, and this is a protected strike sure. as per the provision on Section 64 of the Labor Relations Act. Mm. So we will, of course, uh, converge at our head office. That is where we are all going to converge. So uh, no, no, no. We we are not in the business of uh, you, you know, uh, uh, you know, not allowing people to to no. We don't do those mm. things. It's, we we are peaceful people. Yeah, on some equality uh, tap, uh, you know, hmm? all on some equality tap, uh, you know, nothing's coming out. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just. Again, we are just saying uh, employees that are impacted, of course, will be, uh, you know, they uh, exercising their rights. Mm. As to them. Sure. Uh-huh. sure. Yeah. Let, let, let's but talk about some are, of your national let, demands. Let me also just. Oh, sure, sure. Go ahead. Yeah? We, we are we are very peaceful people. We don't. Uh, no, no, no. Violence will never mm. be our language. Sure. It will sure. Never. Let's talk about some of your national demands. I mean, uh, I spoke about that. Uh, you know, a communique that came through from the South African Local Government Association, Salga. I think it was uh, written under the hand of Kolile uh, George. Um, and talking, I guess, you know, about um, their proposed uh, starting negotiating position, if I can say that, mm. uh, of 2.8%. And then, you know, as soon as I read that, uh, I was probably shifting around looking for the Samu position. And when it did come, uh, I certainly wasn't surprised, I guess, by the, by the, by the list here. Seven key demands. Single-year so- salary and wage agreement, 4,000 salary increase uh, for all bargaining council members, 15,000 sectoral minimum wage, 35 Housing allowance, 80% employer medical aid contribution, 20% employee contribution, six months fully paid maternal leave, one month fully paid paternity leave, and 25% employer contribution towards pension. This is yes. nice. Is there a part coming? No, no, there's no part. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I would, yo, 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 the things I would do to be able to get, not necessarily on the wage levels per se, but just on some of the benefits. I mean, the co-contribution sure. on medical aid and even the pension side of things. Yeah, yeah. Aya, look, let, 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 let me start uh, like this. Look, you know, being a full-time employee, it means you give 80%, if not 90% of your life to your employer. Mm. That is what being a full-time employee means. Now, 
when we make these demands, I promise you, Aya, we are not seated at some Chisanyama somewhere and, and really writing these things down. They, you, you know, that there's experience. We, you know, we've got, of course, of course, comrades that have started with this whole thing, you know, as far back as 20 years, mm. 20 years back, right? And really, you, you know, if, if our employers valued us, valued the role we play as employees, because remember, Aya, the asset of any organization is who? It is the employees, right? Again, we have also looked into figures to say, but comrades, actually, actually, our employees, our employers can afford these demands. So this is not, you know, just some things we, we, we are sucking out of our thumbs. No, they are affordable, these, these, these demands that we, we have put down. And we know for a fact that if our employers wanted to, they could actually, um, you know, afford, afford these, these mm. demands. But, now, but you see, Mamurena, of, of poverty yeah. every time is a fallacy. But Mamurena, and it's a fallacy we have no appetite for. Yeah, but Mamurena, you know, when the data comes out, I mean, I, I think I saw there was the, you know, uh, financial statistics of uh, selected municipalities. Quite a large sample, if you think about uh, sure. just over 150 of the over 250 municipalities that we have. And there's a very clear message there. That, you know, the the absolute number of bulk purchases, be it of water, electricity on the part of municipalities and what they've been able to collect, you know, that gap is becoming a lot wider. Um, so effectively, people are dealing in most of our municipalities outside of the metros and the big cities with major deficits in their operating budgets. Um, in some cases, having to take capital budgets and pay salaries what, what would your view be on that when, you know, Salga says we're pleading bankruptcy because of, I guess, the state of deep financial dysfunction that many municipalities find themselves in? Ayabonga, of course, with, with concern, we have noted that. And let us assure you, of course, as employees, we want to work for sustainable municipalities and employers in general. Mm. There's no sane person that can wake up and say, I want to work for an employer that will be bankrupt in a couple of years. Remember, this is about livelihood, right? These are legacy issues. But as much as we, we have noted those, those particular deficits, but we equally must not uh, you know, forget the fact that the very same employer, they have you know, made it their own pocket mandate to deliberately loot and run down, run down these municipalities. The fact is that if these municipalities were properly and effectively ran, we actually wouldn't be sitting in, in, in such uh, margins of, of deficits. That's one. Two, you know that this whole issue of patronage as well, mm. it is a serious problem. So the fact that I've got my friend CEO who works at a certain municipality, therefore I'm not going to go collect today, it is a problem. So it cannot be just that it is employees that must then get to pay the price for that when the person who is responsible for ensuring that municipality A, you owe us so many millions for water over so many years. In China, you must pay us. But because on Saturday, people must play golf together in the crook place. Now they turn a blind eye mm-hmm. when they are supposed to be doing what they are, what they are getting paid for. Therefore, we, we can never have any sympathy for that. Lastly, Ayabong, us, as, you know, duly elected by the very same uh, uh, members, 
how do we go to, 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 to members and say, comrades, for the next three years, there isn't going to be any increase because, well, the employer says uh, they, they, they are bankrupt. When it is the very same employees that, you know, are exposed to the opulent lifestyle of our employers, mm. all right, when the very same employees actually have access to the AG reports and they see the amount of wasteful expenditure. Yeah, yeah. And you make How a good point. No, I mean, Mamoura, I think you make a good point on that. I mean, even if you think about all of the protests and pickets that happen around benchmarking, which already just speaks about the issues of income differentials within local government Absolutely. and some of the unexplained, inexplicable ones. I mean, there's ones where you're like sitting there, on, you know, saying, I mean, this, this municipal manager's earning probably more than what the president earns in, in, in many instances, right? uh, which is the right? reality, I think, at a municipal yeah. level. Maybe, Mamurena, just the last one uh, before I let you go. Um, I guess, you know, the other issue is around the bigger issue. So we've spoken about what is happening, certainly, um, you know, on site, on the shop floor, uh, so where, where you are based as well, out mm. at Randwater. We've spoken about the Salga demand. But then, of course, there's the bigger elephant in the room, uh, which is the uh, agreement or lack thereof between yourselves and DPSA about the uh, third and last leg of uh, the agreement that we've just come from. Yeah, look, Ayabong, we 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 currently still in, in consultation and engagement. Uh, with, of course, you know, various levels of, of our structures. So we, we just need to exhaust that process and we will be making a, a, a formal response very soon. So so as, as a union, I mean, uh, your view at the moment on sort of how that is going to unfold on the back of all of the cases that have happened, you, you're still saying you want to go and consult your members? Look, re- remember as trade unions, we are what we say that the lingo we use is that it's bottom up. Yes, yes, yes. So of course it's important that we, we, we first, you know, consult our members and of course empower them with the right yeah, information. Sure. And, you, you know, of course as leaders we make recommendations mm. and our recommendations of course are sure. based on facts. But either way, it's important. It's important that we, we, we tick that particular box. And then I just lastly again, just to finally wrap up on the rainwater mm, issue. Sure. The other issue is that with uh, our annual report that has recently came out, is that right on the annual report, in fact, rainwater itself, the CE himself, he's, he's saying there that we've actually made a profit of 300 million rand more than the, the previous financial year. And how we have done so wonderful in terms of performance. So how do you say that to the public and then to us, the foot soldiers, you come and you spit on our face. Mm. So who is fooling who here in Flint? Mamoran, let's leave it there. Pleasure catching up with you. And uh, yeah, thank you there at the end for the lesson in worker control. Because, uh, you know, it's important to know that many of the trade unions we have are indeed controlled by the rank and file rather than you know, the leadership and what people often say is the labor or aristocracy of uh, labor. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we certainly look forward, I guess, once you've received that mandate from your workers to hear the view of municipal workers around, uh, you know, the issues and contests, um, you know, in the in the in relation to the third leg of the last year of that agreement, yeah. uh, especially in light of what came through from the Central Committee of COSATU sometime last week. Mamorena, I ask, we are ready for, we are forever, our doors are open to, to continue giving you updates uh, in this regard. 
Awesome, awesome. We'll certainly follow up on that as uh, issues unfold and uh, kicking things off there on Wednesday, the South African Municipal Workers Union on an indefinite strike out at Randwater. 25 minutes it is before 9 p.m. And uh, folks, you would have certainly seen those horrific scenes coming out of uh, uh, Cape Town and uh, what it initially started out uh, around the Rhodes Memorial Park. Uh, and uh, yeah, now seemingly, I guess, uh, uh, running out of control. And uh, we've certainly seen the situation uh, being uh, maintained or handled somewhat. Uh, but uh, also saw the uh, premier of the Western Cape, Alan Wynn.